listening to the Pucks Out Here podcast with Puckington the God. Tell you about this motherfucker, Cal Scrooby. Okay, I done went to see this motherfucker perform uh, this past week, man. And shout out to him, man. Shout out to his whole squad. They do acknowledge a legend when he pulls up. And uh, you know what I mean? And so they got me up in there, da-da-da-da-da. So uh, should they have probably had me backstage, free drinks, probably doing a podcast? Yes, all good though, whatever. Um, so you know, I pull up to the gang. First person, first person I get there. There's a line out the door, mostly Caucasian. That's not important. Um, but they were all lined up out the door, and I'm looking, and there's motherfuckers that look like him. There's motherfuckers that got the little man bun like this cat. I mean, unbelievable, unbelievable. You have to understand, this is like a wild thing for me to fathom because I. Even when I met this cat, we were both doing rap, and that's how I met him, right? So we were both in kind of the rap Cincinnati scene world, whatever, whatever. And obviously, he cement. Uh, what was the word? What's the word I'm trying to use? Fuck. Accelerated, which is not the word I want to use, but we'll just use it to fucking heights that I never could have uh, as a rapper, yo. So it's uh so and and we did a lot of local cat shows together, you know, opening up for motherfuckers and shit like that. So when I get to see this motherfucker now, almost virtually ten years later, you know, eight years later on a on a you know tour across the country and he's doing you know back-to-back show motherfucker couldn't even do one show at the 20th century theater because it was sold out this motherfucker had to split it up into two shows that both sold out so it's truly you know a remarkable thing and um yeah, man, shout out to Calvin Scrooby, man, and he, you know, he said something on stage, the real reason why I want to talk about it is, you know, he said something on stage, he said, you know, I started to kind of, and I'm not getting this word for word, but, you know, he was doing the whole label thing at first when he had first started rapping, and, you know what I mean, he was trying to not really put on an image, but just kind of, you know, it was a little more forced, you know what I mean, and people behind him were kind of, you know, moving, you know, moving little things, and, uh, and he was just like, fuck that. And it really wasn't working for him. And he was tired of it. And when he finally said, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm going to be the motherfucking real. Uh, and, 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 and motherfuckers are going to gravitate to it. And the right motherfuckers are going to gravitate to it. Because that's what's important. Motherfuckers want to think that they need to win everybody. You don't need to win everybody. And you're not going to win everybody. So you just need to chill off rip. But it's about, it's about connecting it's not about winning anybody but it's about connecting you know what i mean on some natural shit to the right motherfuckers and when he just said you know fuck this i'm ready to just do it on my own do my own thing and go hard and that's when it started working for him and that's when you know what i'm saying sold out this sold out that da 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 and uh so and it's funny because on a way lower level i experienced that with my brain you know what i'm saying with the with the off the rope shit like when i started it I was super, you know, I was chasing things. I was chasing things, not necessarily with the designs, but just with a promotional aspect of it and just my ideas in general. I was chasing a lot of things. And then, you know, I was scared of a lot of things, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? And when you finally just say, you know what, fuck this, we bring in the fucking real back. And uh, the right motherfuckers gravitated towards my brand when I did that for myself. So, it was an interesting uh, a thing for him to say, and I totally connected uh, with him 100% on that, man. We didn't get to talk. Uh, he 
That, hey, man, the dude is kind of Hollywood. Let's keep it real, okay? Like, he'll shoot me a text, da 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 but, like, could we, like, the dude is literally a town, chilling in a town over, and we can't get a podcast? He's just, like, chilling with goats on his fucking farm because he's white, okay? But uh, it is what it is, man. Shout out to Cal Scrooby, man. Much love to the homie. Um, beautiful, beautiful situation. As you can see, we are back with episode six. Yeah, we got a fucking microphone, man. I fucked my shit up, dude. Uh, it works and everything, but the look, hold up. Y'all want to see what I did? Time out. We'll just see. Cut it. I kind of show you, I kind of show you what I did here. I don't, you know, this is like the arm situation and it sits over here. And it's kind of like, da, 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 you know what I mean? But we broke it, and I need assistance putting the shit back on. Uh, so, you know what I mean? In the meantime, fuck it. God, did I just break that? I got to check. All right, possibly broken. All good. Anyway, um, but yeah, so we're back with this microphone. You know what I'm saying? It's a little not as a fish. But we're here regardless, and we're here to do the goddamn thing and talk that talk. You know what I mean? These were really a guest mic uh, for the guests that are never going to come on because we're on episode six, and no guests have came on or made the effort to. And, you know, so everybody that has is like, I don't want to talk to you about. So, uh, but, yeah, so we could, you know what I'm saying? For example, we could get this bitch handheld, little rapper pucky on it, little, hey, hey, huh? Goddamn Barbara Walters and this bitch, but you already know what time it is, um, ladies and gentlemen, I think, hold on, time out, ladies and gentlemen, though, um, interesting week, you know, I got to talk about two projects that, uh, mean a lot to me, mean a lot to me, and you know, we're going to talk about it, and, uh, you know what I mean, Donda, the whole situation, Kendrick verse, the whole shebang, shebang, shebangio, and uh, we'll be back. Make room, make Don't touch that down. It's the Pucks Out Here podcast. Here we go, here we go. With Pucking to the God. Ooh, I love you, I love you. Until I, until I find a link. Yeah, so Donda CLB talk, you know what time it is. World is probably over it. I am not. Uh, two albums, two little fucking fiascos and beefs that two artists that I don't really even compare uh, to each other at this point, you know what I mean, Kanye West is a total visual artist, and a total making beats artist, and chopping up beats, and being a Quincy, and you know what I mean, may steal the verse that Saha over here wrote, and may steal the verse over here that Consequence wrote, uh, and put it together and make it sound way more fire than any of those two motherfuckers could do, and then you got Drake, who it's just like a real rapper, rapper to me. You know what I mean? Like he, like he has the hits or whatever, and may, motherfuckers may think that's different, but like he actually raps and wants to participate in rapping. Yay! Who we'll talk about is like this is the greatest uh, album since Jesus. It's not even fucking close. Uh, but Ye is rapping, but Rie doesn't give a fuck about rap. So when you compare a CLB release or a Drake release to a uh, a Donda release or a Kanye release, it's like apples and oranges kind of situation. But 
the culture and the community wanted to pair them up. So guess what? I can only follow, and I like both artists, and I love beef. And um, both leading up to this was fucking amazing. Uh, I probably was more hyped for Donda just because Kanye West, favorite artist, da-da-da-da-da. Um, but mostly the listening sessions were just fucking amazing and hilarious to me. Um, one in Atlanta with the all red Akira fit, absolutely just fucking remarkable coming out, playing a demo virtually of the album that was 30% finished vocally. I talked about this on the last episode and it sounded amazing. And then the next, and then lived there and, 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 and made, you know what I'm saying? You have these whole little things around a Kanye album. You have these, these, uh, when he was in Hawaii and you know what I mean? He almost builds these lives around this album. And I don't think any album that he's had has actually had like a visual real life aspect to it. Like this one from the living in the Atlanta dome to the wearing the masks, to the Justin fucking LaBoy shit, to the hating on Drake, to 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 the bulletproof vest, to building a fucking childhood home in like seven days in the middle of Soldier Field, right? And that's just like, and, and, and having Marilyn Manson up there and the baby up there and look at, you know what I mean? And I don't fuck with the baby. I don't fuck with Marilyn Manson, but the visual was hard. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Okay, I'm not, <laughs> look, I'm not God, I don't know what's going on, okay, I just know that that visual looked amazing, um, but yeah, so, you know, fast forward, we have CLB, and it's like the only lead up to that is a fucking heart in the head, okay, as compared to everything that Kanye is doing around his album, and then you have CLB, which is virtually a dude getting a heart in his head, I don't really know any other lead up this man had, and if you weak-ass Nocta drops, which can we talk about Nocta for a second? First of all, Nocta is like, I thought it was going to be dope, and it's one of those things that is dope until Instagram gets a hold of it, so it's literally got like that from pre to when it was dropped to like a week or two after it's dropped, and then boom, ruined, it's all the thing you see on Instagram, only thing you see on bitch-ass StockX, only thing you see on bitch-ass goat, da-da-da-da-da, right? So, but Knocked a great, great job, great job. But I was at the shop with my boy the other day, and he's showing me the golf. The next thing to come out is knocked a golf. And I just, I got to be honest with you, I'd never seen Drake swing a fucking golf club in my life. And I love golf gear. Don't get it twisted. I remember being a kid and, like, going up in Golf Galaxy getting all the fire windbreakers. You know what I'm saying? Golf motherfucking shit is fire. But knocked a golf, really confusing. Anyway, back to the albums. So, yeah, lead-up-wise, not only was I more excited for Kanye from the announcement, but just, just the way the behavior was going, just was more excited for Kanye. And you have to understand, Drake is a guy who is emotional, but he's a guy who is level-headed. He's, uh, he's not going to really jump too hard, and if he jumps too hard, he's got the squad there to hold him back. You know what I mean? But Kanye... Kanye is not playing that. Nobody is is, is is over yet. You know what I'm saying? So he is a wild nutcase, and he's a genius, and he doesn't have a level head, and he's not stable, and I relate to that extremely more than I relate to the other cat. And then when I saw the text between Kanye and Virgil when Kanye says, yo, I've been dealing with motherfucking... Uh, jock motherfuckers like you my whole life, da-da-da-da. I just felt that. 
I just felt that, and it just totally turned my perception of this whole thing to, like, nerd, like, depressed dudes, Kanye West, versus, like, the pretty boy jock shit, which is Drake, and he even says it on the first record, but Donda, first of all, what a fucking record, let's go to the track list here, so I can just give this a proper, uh, I don't think I fucking have it. Um, I think it's on my goddamn phone. But anyway, but Donda, I mean, to, let's keep it real. First, 2 to 14, absolutely unskippable. Unskippable. I let it play from God breathed on this to off the grid. Now, let me just tell you something. Off the grid verse, maybe some of the best. Yeah, this album in general may be some of the best. Yay, rapping he's done since Jesus. And Jesus isn't really even a lyrical like album so i dare i say that this is the most rapping kanye west has done since my beautiful dark twisted fantasy i guess i mean if you really want to think about it um but now my boy's gonna say yeah but sahai wrote the bars and da, 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 da. whatever bro but uh but no so you know off the grid and 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 the people that he features on the album and the beats on the album this album sounds so loud i heard mike dean say that he mixes albums to like uh his blueprint is this is like not to be confusing or any puns but his blueprint is um is the chronic 2001 because it's the loudest mixed hip-hop album to date i don't know there may be some more he may have upped that but and it is true when you play the chronic in the whip it's you can turn that motherfucker up so mike dean uh you know did that with this record i have a shitty system all the way around and donna still sounds loud in my whip it still sounds loud on my phone it still sounds loud on my computer on, I mean, it's just a loud, big, big album, and obviously that was the goal, and you could see that, you know what I mean, when you spend the night in a stadium for two fucking weeks, you know what I mean, like some jail shit, like, you're gonna come out with that, when you can make a record, you know, with Yachty, and then be like, yo, let's go play this on the 50-yard line, where you're just chilling, like, it's gonna be a different sound, so... Uh, Donda, I mean, I'm just blown away by how fucking good the album is on, on, I mean, in general. And I think the, uh, what I say, uh, the, the Lauren Hill sample, maybe one of the best, yay, re- that's the one. That is the one right there, man. That is one of the best yay songs I've heard in so long, man. But yeah, dude, it's just, I mean, it's definitely a lot. I, I heard somebody say it's a lot of mush and a lot of just a lot of bullshit. And no, and it's like, no, that's what I feel about Pablo. This really has some like stagnant, like not, it's not stagnant. It's like it kind of flows. And that one through 14 is just boom, shooting you, shooting you. Junior Watanabe on my, eh? Junior Watanabe on my, eh? all summer, uh. All summer, uh, uh, four, five gunners, uh, uh, in pajamas, uh, uh. Yeah, so, um, Donda, 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 Donda. Um, album of the fucking year, and it's not even close. Not even close. Um, now, as far as CLB goes, I was excited, man. Um, when you go to CLB, you're looking at a guy who thinks every Drake project is a classic 
And that is like the biggest non, that is like a hot take from the cinch. Nobody thinks that. Everybody goes, Drake needs that classic. Drake needs that classic. I think every project this dude has put out is a fucking classic. Now, is the first uh, album a little dated when you listen to it now because it's just the way he raps and the way he was trying to like talk and shit? Yes, but I honestly, I've been a fan of every Drake album for real, for real. So, I think I raised my chair. Let's raise it back down because that's going to be a little weird, right? Oh, that's going to be noticeable. Anyway, um, so I love all all Drake. Uh, let's lift it back up. Let's lift it back up, shall we? Let's lift it. Yeah, let's lift it back up. Y'all want me to really go big? I go real big on that ass, boy. You hear it, buddy. You hear the tilt? The tilt's like, hey, the tilt for real is like, it's like, yo, you are killing me, my G. You're killing me. That's a little too much. It's like, man, that shit can't lift it all 300 pounder. Um, but yeah, so so I was excited for CLB. But I'm also at the point with Drake where I'm like, what else can you do? Because when I turn this fucking thing on, it's like hitting a brick wall with this dude, man. It's like hitting a brick fucking wall. Now, I love the first record. I turned the first record on. I love you. I thought this record was kind of like... Uh, I thought this record was kind of like Lift Yourself uh, in the sense of like when Kanye gave him Lift Yourself and then took it back, it kind of had that that beat to it, you know what I mean? That that sample, that kind of vibe to it. So I'm like, ooh, because I always sound, wanted to know what Drake would sound like on Lift Yourself because that's a, that's not, a, I don't know if it's an elevated sound, but it's just a different sound for the dude. Like, God damn. Um, so... I turn it on and I'm lit and then I go to the second song and he's saying daddy's home and I'm out. As soon as he said daddy's home, I shut down. I shut down immediately, man. Uh, and I mean, that's what we pretty much got throughout this whole, I mean, and then w once that was over, I, I still don't think I've really given it a fair chance. I've tried multiple times, but this project is just so dead for something that was supposed to sound so alive. You know what I mean? Like all his, this has no passion to it. Like CLB is like lower grade mixtape level. Like if you go listen to friends in the industry, like that song is terrible, dude. What the fuck? So you can't expect me to fuck with that shit when I'm out here fucking with something like Donda. That sounds so loud and sounds so new and sounds so unpredictable because you don't know what was going on. You know what I mean? You don't, yeah, it's going to come unpredictable no matter what, every album. And Drake, uh, I mean, this was pure predictability at its finest, bro. And I mean, who the fuck am I? Dog, I'm just telling you this, my opinion. I'm not no fucking Anthony Fantano, the biggest fucking music nerd. Fuck Anthony Fantano, okay? I'm not Anthony Fantano. I'm not. Uh, you know, uh, pitchfork, none of that bullshit. But this is my pod, and I'm gonna tell you how I feel. And it's goddamn fuck certified lover boy, certified pucker boy. Okay, that's what we on. But yeah, Donda, incredible album. If you hate it, you're fucking stupid. Um, everyone's like, we can like different stuff. No, no, we can't. We can't like different fucking stuff. I want to be friends with everybody who likes everything that I like. And if they don't, then I fucking hate them. All right, but. That's what's up, motherfucking, oh, and now, and now, we got baby motherfucking Keem, who is absolutely bodying it with his album, Melodic Blue, who has been a great follow-up to Donda for me, uh, 
great sound, great, I mean, a lot of unpredictability in there. He's rapping a lot. And not to mention this guy by the name of Kendrick Lamar uh, used his guest verse to literally tell you, it's over. It's over. Because I love Kanye, and I love Drake, and I love J. Cole, and I love, who else are you going to put? I mean, you know, and I love, you know, all these people, but they're not, it's not even a comparable who the best rapper is, is Kendrick Lamar, and he proves it when he needs to, and uh, he proved it with that fucking, with that Family Ties verse, great artwork with them, uh, the family, and everybody in the family, their eyes are blacked out except for, uh, Except for Keem and Kendrick, which is which is great. But what's up? That's the dog. Um, but yeah, so I mean, just Baby Keem, Kendrick, great album. But yeah, Kendrick Lamar about to fucking fuck shit up. Period. I don't really have much other to say other than that with that man. That verse is like, yo, you want to you want to put fucking hearts in your head and talk about daddy's home while Kendrick is doing some shit like that. Mm-mm. Not happening. Not fucking happening. Hey. But it is what it is, baby. Donda won by a mile. Like I said, apples to oranges. But if you uh, follow Academics' page, you got no choice but to motherfucking pair, them against, uh, you know, pair it against each other. Fucking. So, Donda, episode six. New fucking microphone. Cal Scrubington. We'll be right back. You know what time it is. Pucks out here. Podcast. Don't touch that down. It's the Pucks Out Here Podcast. Here we go. Here we go. With Puckington the, the God. that people say to me is wild. Like, you know, this is my podcast, and I like to, I don't like to talk wheelchair shit, even though it's all I talk on this podcast, because I'm trying, I need some type of fucking outlet, man. Fuck you, motherfuckers. But, um, dude, yeah, like, for example, my fucking nurse at my mental hospital i know that's a wild like psychiatrist whatever the fuck she's telling me she goes i love your shoes which i had on the pj lad shout out pj lad shout out chomp on kick shout out all the fucking skate homies you know what i mean skate fucking hater skate great whatever the fuck my homie my don't know his real name don't know his ig name uh you know what i mean dark slide all the homies man um but uh yeah, so she goes, I love your shoes, I love your shoes, and I said, thank you, I appreciate it. She goes, yo, we have a, I always love your shoes, and she goes, you know, we have a girl here that comes here uh, all the time, and she's in a wheelchair too, and it's like, off the bat, it's like, would you say that's like an Asian person? Would you go up to an Asian person and be like, hey, yo, we got this, uh, we, we got another Asian cat that comes in all the time. You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't fucking do that. So don't fucking do that shit to me. But I want to fuck her, so it's okay. Anyway, um, so she so she goes, this girl in the wheelchair, she wears high heels. And she thinks it's like a riot that this, that this girl in the wheelchair, in the electric wheelchair, wears high heels because she can't walk and she wears high heels and whatever the fuck. I don't know the irony there, to be honest with you. Whatever. But I just started thinking, like, is that me? Is that what motherfuckers think about me? Is that what motherfuckers think when I rock the goddamn PJ Lads? When I rock the motherfucking Iversons? They're like, yo, this dude wears basketball fucking shoes. Does he, does he even play basketball? He doesn't even walk. Why is he wearing an Iverson? Why is he even wearing shoes? Why is he wearing socks? Let's go barefoot. 
But yeah, and then it's like another bitch. I went to this po- uh, the pancake podcast. Yo, the pancakes. Hold up, hold up, man. Pause this. Sh- All right, man. I'm out here talking about nurses. Hey, man. Pe- the fucking we've been out here. If you've seen it on the gram, if you've seen it, you know what I mean on the story. We've been out here, Boof's motherfucking Uncle Boof's world famous pancakes. My homie Uncle Boof, absolutely uh, out here, Dayton legend, lives to show me love and also lives to torment me, cause he torments me, bub. But uh, yeah, man, it's my man's, and this is this is what real homie shit is right here. Okay, I got my homie who made the graphics for the box, took the pic, shot up at bang, and then it's my homie's mix, and then. My homie, 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 made, who is a cook, god damn, it's a big pat, uh, made the pancake mix, made it, which, you know, that's a whole, the Devin Dex, uh, experiment, but, yeah, man, so, I just want to give a public service announcement to the goddamn Uncle Boof's pancakes, bro, for real, for real. That's what we are on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, going ATO only for the rest of this podcast as my fucking iPhone is, I don't know, it fucking says it's stored up. I don't goddamn know. But what I was trying to say earlier with the uh, with the nurse and the wearing the fucking, the high heels and shit, it's like, dog, why is it okay to like say shit like that to handicapped people? Let's just keep it real. Why is it okay to make fun of handicapped people still? Like, it's still cool in this woke-ass world we live in where it's not cool to, to, to make fun of motherfuckers for the shit they can't help. Let me tell you something. Fat motherfuckers and wheelchair motherfuckers still getting made fun of big time, baby. Super big time. And that is what it goddamn is. I watched the uh, watched the Britney Spears uh, Free Britney documentary. Now, I know I'm a little late on this when I watch this, but... um. Wow, what a, look, man, it, but it, it, I don't really have a take on that, but it really reminded me of when I lived in a group home, okay, when I moved, when I, not moved, when I was kicked out of my mom's house, I had no choice because they don't just have handicapped motherfuckers that can live on their own, especially at that time, so I had to just live in a group home, and I was, and this group home was full of, like, delinquents and, and, you know, Shout and I just said shout out to all anybody who has like some mental retardation or any fucking shit like that. Not making fun of it. It is what it is. But I definitely was in that shit with some motherfuckers that had some mental handicapness. And I only have physical handicapness. <laughs> and uh, we think. And um, so yeah, they just had me in that motherfucker, right? But it's funny because like. It reminded me the rules that Britney had. It kind of reminded me of living in that group home for fucking years, man, for five years till I finally was able to break out and get my own spot. But like, I used to live. I remember this one time, this motherfucker, right? He couldn't watch, but he couldn't watch porn. He wasn't allowed to watch porn because of some fucking weird thing he did. I don't fucking know. But he was like this, you know, he had a mental handicap and he couldn't watch porn, but he could like talk to you or whatever. He was cool. And this cat, dude. I shit you not, I dip outside for a second, I had my laptop on, and he couldn't have, yeah, that's the thing, he couldn't have a laptop, he couldn't have none of that shit, because he would just go on porn, and then if he did have, like, a laptop or anything, they'd have it blocked, it'd be like some kitty features, this motherfucker literally was, like, 22 years old, 
So I felt for bro. Um, but I remember one time, dude, I was just chilling and my laptop was out and I came back in and the laptop wasn't there. And I did not even question what was going down. I didn't even question it. I knew exactly what was going down. So I went, knocked on his door. He opens the door. I said, you got my fucking laptop? He goes, yeah, they won't let me watch. He opens the door. Like, he doesn't even say, like, oh, they won't let me watch porn. Da, 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 da. Like, he, he opens the door, and he goes, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, none of that. He opens the door, and he goes, yo, dude, I'm really sorry. Um, I, I, They won't let me watch porn, and I stole your laptop. And I'm like, god damn it, man. And I was pretty fucking pissed, but... Because I just thought this motherfucker was, like, jizzing on it and shit. But he's like, I didn't get too far. I only Googled. And then, like, I went to the Google. And it said boobs. <laughs> and it's like, how the fuck are you going to be bad at that? You're not going to be bad at that. But but look, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry to go rogue on you. The fucking iPhone storage quit right in the middle of the goddamn pod. So we went audio only. But I hope you motherfuckers don't turn it off. Because the last part is uh, is audio only. So, Alright, y'all. Love you. We will be back. Episode 7. Losing viewers by the goddamn episode, baby. But we love you. Alright? Pucks out here. Follow me on the goddamn gram. Follow fucking goddamn all that shit. Alright? Peace. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, going audio only for the rest of this podcast as my fucking iPhone is, I don't know, fucking says it's stored up. I don't goddamn know. But what I was trying to say earlier with the uh, with the nurse and the wearing the fucking the high heels and shit, it's like, dog, why is it okay to like say shit like that to handicapped people? Let's just keep it real. Why is it okay to make fun of handicapped people still? Like, it's still cool in this woke-ass world we live in where it's not cool to, to, to make fun of motherfuckers for the shit they can't help. Let me tell you something. Fat motherfuckers and wheelchair motherfuckers still getting made fun of big time, baby. Super big time. And that is what it goddamn is. I watched the uh, watched the Britney Spears uh, Free Britney documentary. Now, I know I'm a little late on this when I watch this, but... um. Wow, what a, look, man, it, but it, it, I don't really have a take on that, but it really reminded me of when I lived in a group home, okay, when I moved, when I, not moved, when I was kicked out of my mom's house, I had no choice because they don't just have handicapped motherfuckers that can live on their own, especially at that time, so I had to just live in a group home, and I was, and this group home was full of, like, delinquents and, and, you know, Shout and I know I just said it. Shout out to all anybody who has like some mental retardation or any fucking shit like that. Not making fun of it. It is what it is. But I definitely was in that shit with some motherfuckers that had some mental handicapness. And I only have physical handicapness. <laughs> and uh, we think. And um, so yeah, they just had me in that motherfucker, right? But it's funny because like. It reminded me, the rules that Britney had, it kind of reminded me of living in that group home for fucking years, man. For five years till I finally was able to break out and get my own spot. But, like, I used to live, I remember this one time, this motherfucker, right? He couldn't watch, but he couldn't watch porn. He wasn't allowed to watch porn because of some fucking weird thing he did. I don't fucking know. But he was like this, you know, he had a mental handicap and he couldn't watch porn. But he could, like, talk to you or whatever. He was cool. And this cat, dude... I shit you not, I dip outside for a second. 
I have my laptop on, and he couldn't have, yeah, that's the thing, he couldn't have a laptop, he couldn't have none of that shit, because he would just go on porn, and then if he did have, like, a laptop or anything, they'd have it blocked, it'd be like some kitty features, this motherfucker literally was, like, 22 years old, so I felt for bro, um, but I remember one time, dude, I was just chilling, and my laptop was out, and I came back in, and the laptop wasn't there, and I did not even question what was going down. I didn't even question it. I knew exactly what was going down. So I went, knocked on his door. He opens the door. I said, you got my fucking laptop? He goes, yeah, they won't let me watch. He opens the door. Like, he doesn't even say, like, oh, they won't let me watch porn. Like, he opens the door, and he goes, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, none of that. He opens the door, and he goes, yo, dude, I'm really sorry. Um, I, I, They won't let me watch porn, and I saw your laptop. And I'm like, god damn it, man. And I was pretty fucking pissed, but... Because I just thought this motherfucker was like jizzing on it and shit. But he's like, I didn't get too far. I only Googled. And then like I went to the Google and it said boobs. <laughs> and it's like, how the fuck are you going to be bad at that? You're not going to be bad at that. But but look, ladies and gentlemen, sorry to go rogue on you. The fucking iPhone storage quit right in the middle of the goddamn pod. So we went audio only. But I hope you motherfuckers don't turn it off because the last part is uh, is audio only. So, all right, y'all. Love you. We will be back. Episode 7. Losing viewers by the goddamn episode, baby. But we love you. All right. Pucks out here. Follow me on the goddamn gram. Follow fucking goddamn all that shit. All right. Peace. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, going audio only for the rest of this podcast as my fucking iPhone is, I don't know, it fucking says it's stored up. I don't goddamn know. But what I was trying to say earlier with the uh, with the nurse and the wearing the fucking, the high heels and shit, it's like, dog, why is it okay to like say shit like that to handicapped people? Let's just keep it real. Why is it okay to make fun of handicapped people still? Like, it's still cool in this woke-ass world we live in where it's not cool to, to, to make fun of motherfuckers for the shit they can't help. Let me tell you something. Fat motherfuckers and wheelchair motherfuckers still getting made fun of big time, baby. Super big time. And that is what it goddamn is. I watched the uh, watched the Britney Spears uh, Free Britney documentary. Now, I know I'm a little late on this when I watch this, but um, wow. What a... Look, man, it, but it, it, I don't really have a take on that, but it really reminded me of when I lived in a group home, okay? When I moved, when I, not moved, when I was kicked out of my mom's house, I had no choice because they don't just have handicapped motherfuckers that can live on their own, especially at that time. So I had to just live in a group home, and I was, and this group home was full of, like, delinquents and, and you know, shout, and I, I just said it, shout out to... All, anybody who has, like, some mental retardation or any fucking shit like that, not making fun of it. It is what it is. But I definitely was in that shit with some motherfuckers that had some mental handicapness. And I only have physical handicapness. <laughs> and, uh, we think. And, um, so, yeah, they just had me in that motherfucker, right? But it's funny because, like, it reminded me, the rules that Britney had, it kind of reminded me of living in that group home for fucking years man for five years till i finally was able to break out and get my own spot but like i used to live i remember this one time this motherfucker right he couldn't watch but he couldn't watch porn he wasn't allowed to watch porn because 
of some fucking weird thing he did. I don't fucking know. But he was like this, you know, he had a mental handicap and he couldn't watch porn, but he could like talk to you or whatever. He was cool. And this cat, dude, I shit you not, I dip outside for a second. I had my laptop on and he couldn't have, yeah, that's the thing. He couldn't have a laptop. He couldn't have none of that shit because he would just go on porn. And then if he did have like a laptop or anything, they'd have it blocked. It'd be like some kitty features. This motherfucker literally was like 22 years old. So I felt for bro, um, but I remember one time, dude, I was just chilling, and my laptop was out, and I came back in, and the laptop wasn't there, and I did not even question what was going down. I didn't even question it. I knew exactly what was going down. So I went, knocked on his door, he opens the door, I said, you got my fucking laptop? Because yeah, they won't let me watch. He opens the door. Like, he doesn't even say, like, oh, they won't let me watch porn. Da, 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 da. Like, he, he opens the door and he goes, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, none of that. He opens the door and he goes, yo, dude, I'm really sorry. Um, I, I They won't let me watch porn and I saw your laptop. And I'm like, god damn it, man. And I was pretty fucking pissed. But, because I just thought this motherfucker was like jizzing on it and shit. But he's like, I didn't get too far. I only Googled. And then, like, I went to the Google and it said boobs. <laughs> And it's like, how the fuck are you going to be bad at that? You're not going to be bad at that. But but look, ladies and gentlemen, sorry to go rogue on you. The fucking iPhone storage quit right in the middle of the goddamn pod. So we went audio only. But I hope you motherfuckers don't turn it off because the last part is, uh, is audio only. So, all right, y'all. Love you. We will be back. Episode 7. Losing viewers by the goddamn episode, baby. But we love you. All right. Pucks out here. Follow me on the goddamn grand. You're listening to the Pucks Out Here podcast with Puckington the God. Woo!